Hey dreamers, this is your host Barry Miracle. Welcome to Wake Up Into Your Dream. It's time to wake up out of the nightmares of normality and wake up into God's divinely designed dream for your life. Jump on this podcast today and let's discover God's awesomeness waiting for you. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome back to Wake Up Into Your Dream. I am Barry Miracle, and I will be your dream coach for the next 35 minutes or so. So last week, I did the episode on something I shared last year, and I hit on it a bit, but I went a little deeper this time. But it was the greatest prophetic revelation I ever received, and it's still to this date. And that is, why did God want to be known as Savior? And I get into the depth of the revelation and the purchase price. You see, we what we don't know as born-again believers is we don't know whose we are, but we don't know who we have become as a co-heir with the creator of the universe and a co-heir with the Savior. And I so I get into the depth that if you did not hear this, episode last week. You need to go back in and go over it. So I'm going forward in um, the prophetic part four, and the topic is why you must prophesy. Why you, yes, you listener that are listening right now, why you must prophesy and why everybody must prophesy. Well, does every is everybody a prophet? Does everybody have a prophetic gift? Well, we're going to get into that a little bit today, but I just want to um, continue down this road on talking on the prophetic. So we are doing on prophecy today, but specifically, why should you prophesy? So I hit on this scripture maybe a couple episodes ago, and it's 1 Corinthians chapter 14, verse 1, that says, pursue love and desire spiritual gifts, but especially that you may prophesy. Pursue love and desire spiritual gifts, but especially that you should prophesy. So this is the way I, re- I think it really re- reads is pursue love. And that's the thing. And I'm going to get into the, the breakdown in the, in the Greek uh, uh, word for pursue and love and desire. But I want to start off with the end of this scripture that says, but especially that you should prophesy. And I want to specifically break down prophecy right now. So prophecy um, is the Greek word prophet. Ao prophet Ao meaning is to foretell, tell forth, speak forth in divinely empowered foretelling or for foretelling, foretelling or foretelling in the New Testament prophecy, which is propheteo, uh, occurs 28 times, usually of foretelling, which reveals the mind message of God in a particular situation. So this is what prophecy does. It's to foretell you are actually speaking a living word from the Holy Spirit, a now word that is pertaining to current conditions. Wow. When you prophesy, you are actually speaking the heart of the Father by inspiration of the Holy Spirit. Let me just bring up another scripture that I was going to bring up a little bit later, but I have to find it here. Where did you go? Beautiful scripture. Um, Come on. I will find it here. Hang on just a second, ladies and gentlemen. 
Oh, my word. It disappeared on me. Well, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'll, I'll get to, I'm sure I'm going to find it as I go down in my notes here, but uh, I want us to first turn to 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 21. Uh, for prophecy never came. Oh, that's what I was looking for right there. <laughs> Thank you for bearing with, uh, bearing with me for there for a couple of seconds. But the scripture I was looking for uh, to go along with, uh, when you prophesy, you are speaking the heart of the Father by inspiration of the Holy Spirit. And then I was looking for First Peter one, First uh, uh, Peter chapter one verse twenty one that says, "For prophecy never came by the will of man, but holy men of God spoke as they were moved by the Holy Spirit." So to prophesy, which is the Greek word propheteo, uh, which means to foretell, you are actually speaking a living word from the Holy Spirit, a now word that is pertaining uh, to current conditions. So when you prophesy, you're actually speaking the heart of the Father by inspiration of the Holy Spirit. And here's the scripture as well, the word I was looking for, and that's 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 21, and it says, um, when, for prophecy never came by the will of men. So this is not, when you're speaking, you are actually speaking out of inspiration. When you're prophesying, you're speaking underneath the uh, inspiration of the Holy Spirit. But holy men of God spoke by the Holy Spirit who moved upon them. And so let's go a little deeper into this and, and turn to Numbers chapter 11, verse 23 through 29. And the Lord said to Moses, has the Lord's arm been shortened? And so they were actually, the, the setting of this is when they were asking for meat, and there's like 6 million um, Jews that were walking around in the desert. Uh, actually, uh, you know, the total of uh, the Israelites was outstanding. And so they're all grumbling and complaining about, you know, not having any food and all this kind of stuff. And you brought us out into the desert to die. And then this is the response that the Lord gives to Moses. The Lord said to Moses, has the Lord's arm been shortened? Uh, you know, and, and now you, you shall see whether what I say will happen to you or not. So Moses went out and told the people the words of the Lord. And he gathered the 70 men of the elders of the people and placed them around the tabernacle. Then the Lord came down in the cloud and spoke to him and took of the spirit that was upon him, Moses, and placed it the same upon the 70 elders, the same anointing, the same spirit of God that was on Moses was now on the 70 elders. And it happened when the spirit rested upon them that they prophesied. Oh, they uh, okay, and then although they never did it, did so again. But two men had remained in the camp. The name of the one was Eldad, and the name of the other was Medad. And the spirit rested upon them. Now they were among those listed of the 70 elders, but who had not gone out of the tabernacle. Yet they prophesied in the camp. And the young man ran to, and told Moses and said, Eldad and Medad are prophesying in the camp. 
So Joshua, the son of Nun, Moses' assistant, one of his choice men answered and said, Moses, my Lord, forbid them. So Joshua's like saying, you need to stop these guys. They can't prophesy like you. They, they, they ain't you, Moses. What are you doing? Why are you going to let these guys get away with this? And then Moses said to them, are you jealous for my sake? Saying this to Joshua. Oh, that all the Lord's people were prophets and that the Lord would put his spirit upon them. And Moses returned to the camp, he and the elders of Israel. Wow. Let me read that again. Oh, that all the Lord's people, this is Numbers chapter 11, verse 29. Oh, that all the Lord's people were prophets and that the Lord would put his spirit upon them. Well, guess what? He has put his spirit upon us. We have become one with the spirit of the living God. Acts chapter 1, 7 and 8 says, And he said to them, It is not for you to know the times or the seasons which the Father has put in his own authority. The times and the seasons. So it's the, it's the, the chronos and the kairos. So there's, there's the tickety-tock of the clock, that's the, the chronos, and then there's the kairos, the seasons of God, that he's put in his own authority. So what, what I'm, you know, I just want to say a little caveat here. Stop worrying about what is happening in the world and what is happening with the virus and, and, and Biden and Trudeau or, or, or whatever politician you're listening around the world that's leading your country that may or may not be happy with. Don't worry about what they're doing or not doing. Don't worry about what the enemy is doing with, with the control and all the things that are happening. Don't worry about these things. This is what he's saying. It's not for you to know the times and the seasons. But then he says this, but, which means rather consider this. You shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you. The Holy Spirit has come upon us in this season. We have become one with the Spirit of the living God. And Paul the Apostle himself says that I I wish that you all would prophesy. Is it potential? Can you prophesy? Yes, I want to tell you, if you need to prophesy, you can prophesy. And I want to tell you, you have the Spirit of God on the inside of you, and He's asking you every day to prophesy. What do you mean He's asking? Yes, He's saying, I'm giving you daily bread. That's your, He's giving you Dabar, the spoken word, every day. Uh, and pro- I'm going to go in a little deeper this when I do another study, but Dabar is the Hebrew word, which means spoken word. And you find it in Proverbs chapter 25, 2, which says it's the glory of God to conceal a matter. And it's a glory of king to, uh, the glory of a king to dig out that matter. And you just think that's matter of that's treasure or whatever it is. But no, it's actually the, the Hebrew word debar, which means spoken word. We are to dig out the and prophesy every day. Did you hear that? We are to dig out and prophesy every day. Why is it so important that we prophesy? And the title of this, this, uh, this podcast that we have right now is Why You Must, Must Prophesy. What happens when you prophesy? I think it's 1 Samuel 10, 6. It says that the Spirit of the Lord will come upon you in power and you will prophesy with them and you'll be changed into a different person. Isn't that amazing? The Spirit of the Lord God will come upon you in power and you will prophesy and you'll be changed into a different person. This is what he, he spoke over Saul when he, when he was out looking for his donkey. 
Saul is out looking for his ass. Sorry, I mean, that's just a biblical term. He's looking for his donkey. I woke somebody up there. You're welcome. And, and he's, he stumbles upon the prophets. And he's among the prophets. And the Spirit of God comes upon him. And he begins to prophesy just like the prophets. He wasn't, he, but when the spirit of God comes upon you, that's the key. You have, you have to spend time in the presence of God. You have to have an intimate relationship. You need to know that you become one with the spirit of the living God. And when you are, and when you're in communion with him, he will give you daily dabars, daily word, daily fresh bread. Give us this day our daily bread. That's talking about the fresh bread, the fresh manna, the fresh words, the revealed mysteries. God wants to prophesy through each and every one of them. What is it to prophesy? It's to foretell you are actually speaking a living word. What do you need to know at this time? 1 John 2.20 says you have an anointing from the Holy One and you know all things. Jesus said to the, to, uh, when he was quoted in the Bible, he said, the words that I speak to you are spirit and they are life. I'm telling you, God wants to give you words to speak into this realm, a now word that will rescue you and your family and your spheres of influence. My God, my God, my God. Oh, that all the Lord's people were prophets and that the Lord would put his spirit upon them. Say, the Lord has put his spirit upon me. Does it sound familiar? In Luke chapter four, verse 18, Isaiah 61. The spirit of the sovereign Lord is upon me for he has anointed me to preach good news to the poor, to bind up the brokenhearted, proclaim liberty for the captives and the release from darkness for those who are bound, to proclaim the acceptable years of the Lord's favor and the day of vengeance of our God, to comfort all who, who mourn in Zion, to provide for those who grieve in Zion, to give them a crown of beauty for ashes, the oil of joy for mourning and a garment of praise for a spirit of despair so that you might be oaks of righteousness, a planting of the Lord for the display of his splendor so that you might rebuild the ruins of your lives and replace the, the and restore the places that have been long devastated for generations this this is you are anointed and I want to I want to confront something right now there are people that that believe that the the gifts and signs and wonders and miracles of God have passed away and it's only for for uh, you know uh, uh, or there's other people that only believes it for elite people and, and 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 people that are actually only the ones that are called to pulpit ministry or those only the ones that are platformed and i want to say that's a lie from the pit of hell because this is a believer's anointing the spirit of the living god if you've accepted the blood of jesus christ you have the spirit of prophecy you have the spirit of wisdom and spirit of knowledge the spirit of understanding the spirit of counsel the spirit of might. You have the spirit of the fear of the Lord. You have the you have the fruit of love producing the, the, the spirit of joy, the spirit of patience and kindness and goodness and self-control. You have all this on the inside of you, but you, you have to let him up and out of you. And how do you do that? You begin to even prophesy the word of God. You find a, a now word. There may be a scripture that may be illuminated to you in this season. Begin to speak that out and then he will begin to 
to give you inspiration and revelation. And you'll begin to prophesy according to the word of God. Because when you prophesy, every word that you prophesy must agree with the word of God. Genesis through Revelation, from leather to leather, from holy to Zonderfan on the back of it. I, I'm going to tell you, you prophesy every day. The goodness of the Lord. When you're prophet, when you're speaking the, you need to, when you're speaking forth the promises of God, like First Peter two twenty four that says, "By His stripes we were healed." Prophesy that into the air and over your home that because Jesus died two thousand years ago, approximately, and, and and because He bore stripes on His body and He was wounded for my transgressions, He was bruised for my iniquities, and by His stripes we were healed. If we were healed, we is healed. So I prophesy to my body to receive health. In Jesus' name, you do that by the inspiration of Holy Spirit, by adding your faith to your words. Come on now. Is anybody getting as excited as I am? This is an amazing topic, the prophetic. So let me just read this again. Uh, Our topic scripture for this podcast, and I'm hoping I can get it all done in this one podcast, but it's looking pretty, uh, oh, Lord, help me, Jesus. 1 Corinthians 14.1 says, pursue love, desire spiritual gifts, but especially that you should prophesy. Mm. But especially that you should prophesy. So this scripture of 1 Corinthians 14.1 is right after the love chapter, 1 Corinthians 13, 1 Corinthians chapter 13, the love chapter, which is just after 1 Corinthians 12, 31. Um, My mathematics is impeccable, but I would not suggest that you hire me to do your books. Anyway, moving along. 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 31 says, but earnestly desire the best gifts, and yet I will show you a more excellent way. Love is the pinnacle. So hear what I'm saying, not what I'm not saying when I get into this, uh, especially that you prophesy. This is the way I believe it reads, is that pursue love, and as you're pursuing love, strongly desire spiritual gifts. But of all the gifts, you should especially desire and chase after and be hot for the gift of prophecy. Why? That's my question for you. What is so important about prophecy? Well, you've heard a little bit of it. You know, even Saul, the Bible says, and I think it's 1 Samuel 10, 10 6, that says in a, in a certain translation, it says, the spirit of the Lord will come upon you in power and you will prophesy with them. And then you'll be changed into a different person. There's something that happens when the power of God, Acts chapter 1, verse 8, but you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. That's a New Testament principle. The spirit of prophecy is waiting, waiting on on the inside of you for you to get into the presence of God and worship him and receive your your anointing. Four four episodes ago, I, I was I was you know, prophesying the word of the Lord for this season for 5782 coming this September 6th, 7th, and 8th, and how God is pushing a reset button. But we have to get oily so that he can see us. Go back and listen to it. Powerful. 
God's trying to get us ready to operate in the spirit of prophecy and create something that has never been created before. Isaiah 48, 6 and 7 says, you see all this, but yet you will not prophesy. You will not speak about it. Come on, can you hear the word of the Lord today? You see all this and you won't even speak about it. You won't prophesy. I did not create everything in the beginning. I'm creating some things right now. In the place of the unknown is the only place that you can create something that has never been. Don't be afraid of this season of the unknown that we seemingly are in. It's a blank. It's a, it's a, uh, a new palette. It's a fresh page. It's a fresh book. And, and you can prophesy in accordance with the word of God, according to the spirit of the living God. Because we don't just prophesy what we necessarily, uh, just a, a whim, but our passions, uh, you know, uh, to, to heal the sick or our passion to be wealthy, to be able to provide for those for whom nothing has been provided. I don't, I don't know what your calling is in life, but, but when you prophesy according to the spirit of God, according to the passion that God put on the inside of you to, to, and live out your dream. Guys, it's time to wake up into the dream of who you have become as a born-again, spirit-filled believer that has a capability that could blow away nations if you just get a hold of who you really are and who is really on the inside of you and who you become one with. My God, my God, my God. Help us, Lord. So I want, I want, to, um, I want to break down that scripture a little bit more. So pursue love, desire spiritual gifts, but especially that you would prophesy. So prophecy is a propheteo, propheteo, and it occurs 28 times, usually talking about foretelling, which reveals the mind, the message of God in a particular situation. What we need right now is not more noise and more ideas. We need a now word from God. When you get a now word from God, you can stand under and up in any situation and come out better than you went in. Amen. So here I'm going to break it down. Uh, and that's my, maybe all I might be able to do today. And I'll come back and speak to you about why, the why of, of prophecy. So pursue. The Greek uh, pursue is uh, dioko, dioko, which means aggressively chase like a hunter pursuing a catch. Also earnestly desiring to overtake it. So this is, this is how we're supposed to pursue love. Love, faith, hope, and love, these three, but the greatest of these is love. Love, Faith, hope, and love will never leave, but the greatest of faith, hope, and love is love. Love is the greatest. So we need to pursue love earnestly, desiring, like aggressively chasing down a prey, pursuing it to catch it, to overtake it. This is how we pursue love. So in the midst of pursuing love, we are to desire spiritual gifts. That, uh, that love, that word love there is actually uh, agape love. Uh, in case you're wondering what that was. So desire, uh, desire spiritual is one Greek word, which means is zeluo. 
Zeluo, it's Zilu, spelled Zilu, but it's Zeluo, meaning to bubble over because it's so hot boiling. It, to burn with zeal. Zelo has implications of being jealous for. So how you, you, you desire uh, spiritual gifts, when you desire the spiritual, the spiritual gifts, you, you're supposed to burn with zeal. This is how you're supposed to go after spiritual gifts. So when people are saying that get the gifts have passed away and tongues have passed away and, and faith gifts have passed away and healing has passed away, really missing it. But people that casually believe, you know, that God will heal some and, and all that kind of stuff, it's almost worse then. Either you're hot or you're cold. If you're if you're cold, he you you know you're you're gonna at one point you're gonna get you're gonna need to be warm. But if if you're lukewarm, he want he just spits you out because he just he, he doesn't like you just having that average type experience. You need to be red hot in pursuit of spiritual gifts. But then it says, in the pursuit, a hot pursuit, burning with zeal for spiritual gifts. It says especially. That you should prophesy. The word especially is the Greek word malon, which is meaning rather more than or more than what is compared to. So if you are hot, burning, you have you have a burning zeal for the spiritual gifts, you need to have that much more to prophesy. What in the world is so important about you prophesying? So you're, you're going after love. In the midst of going after love, you need to be pursuing with, with great desperation the, the gifts of the Spirit. Why? Well, because they produce fruit. I'm, I'm not talking about just the fruits of the Spirit, but it, it produces life. And, and you, you heal the sick, you raise the dead, you cleanse the disease, you cast out devils, you make wealth out of nothing. You, you create things that, that never were before. This is what you're going to do. God spoke everything. He prophesied everything into existence by the spoken word, by the power of his word. And he holds everything together by that same spoken word. Why is prophecy so important? Because you are creating when you're prophesying. When the spirit of God comes upon you and you're prophesying what he prophesied, Oh, and let me take you to, to um, uh, actually Amos chapter, Amos chapter three, verse seven, Amos three, verse seven. It says, for surely, o, o Lord, the God, the Lord God does nothing unless he first, unless he reveals his secret to his servants, the prophets. So surely, O Lord, surely the Lord, sorry, does nothing does nothing unless he reveals his secret to his servants, the prophets. A lion has roared, who will not fear? The Lord God has spoken, who can but prophesy? Surely the Lord God does nothing unless he reveals his secret to his servants, the prophets. You are a prophetic and apostolic nation as a royal race 
of the descendant of Jesus Christ. You're no longer a descendant of Adam alone. You now become a descendant of the firstborn of many brethren. And you're the many brethren. You're the many sisters. You're the ones that, that have been recreated in Christ Jesus. You carry the spirit of prophecy. You can prophesy. Every one of you need to believe that you can hear a word from the Lord and speak a word from the Lord. I don't care if you feel that you, oh, I'm just, I, I'm not very, um, expressive. I'm, I'm kind of shy. You, God has not given you the spirit of timidity or the spirit of fear. You're not a timid person. If you, if you say you're timid or you're bashful, don't believe the lie. I'm not, I'm not saying you have to be loud, but I'm saying you need to be bold. You need to be not afraid. And I'm not talking about you walk into Starbucks and you jump up on the table and you say, you know, the Lord says you're all going to perish unless you turn to the Lord. And I'm not saying he's not telling you to do that. Can you hear what I'm saying? But that's most likely not the thing he's going to ask you to do. He's going to have you build relationship with people and they're going to have a question. And then God's going to give you a supernatural answer. See, we as born again believers, we need to be more supernaturally minded than we are naturally minded. Oh, but we can't be so heavenly, heavenly minded that then we become earthly good. That is a bold face lie. That is a lie from the pit of hell. The more you fill your mind with heavenly realities, the greater effect you will have because you will have a supernatural spirit, uh, spirit of wisdom answer for somebody that's going through an awful situation. You'll have a, a supernatural spirit of knowledge about their life and, and you'll cut through the red tape and you'll, and you'll get them delivered from, from trauma from 25 years ago and all of a sudden they're freer than they've ever been before. We need to be getting words in, the, in this next season. There's going to be more prophecy, more clear words that are going to be sent from heaven up on, in the inside of the believers. And they will speak for it because this is a believer's anointing. It's not just an apostolic, prophetic, evangelistic, pastor, teacher anointing. Not just a five-fold anointing. The spirit of prophecy and the anointing of the living God is for every believer to operate in no matter what your sphere of influence is or metron or ministry or your status in life or, or your echelon or low, whatever it is, wherever you find yourself, you can operate in the spirit of prophecy and create some things that have never been done before you you've come you may be first generation believer and you maybe know not know what i'm talking about and you and you, and you may not you may be just in the walk for a little bit i want you to hear this today you can prophesy and you can hear the word of the lord surely the lord god does nothing unless he reveals his secret to his servants the prophets a lion has roared who will not fear? The Lord God has spoken. Who can but prophesy? And I'm going to get into this next week a little bit more on how, uh, who can but prophesy? What is prophecy? How are you to prophesy? What is prophecy? And I'm going to read one more scripture to you to set up next week. It says, and I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven and whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven and whatever you loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. The key to prophecy, and I'm going to go into this deeper, 
is like what Jesus said when he was on the earth. I only say what I hear my father saying. I only do what I see my father doing. To prophesy, God went ahead of time and he set up and he's already been there. He's already spoke your answer into existence before you had a problem that you would need an answer for. That's mind boggling. And your key to your success in life is to find out what he's already spoken and prophesy it. You will never be a prophet or a prophetic person on your own. You will only speak the word of the Lord when you're prophesying. Well, I hope you enjoyed this. Hope this brought a little enlightenment upon your life. So let me just go over this really quickly again. Um, so pursue love. Pursue is the Greek word dioko, meaning to aggressively chase like a hunter pursuing a catch, earnestly desiring. This is how you're supposed to pursue love. In the midst of you pursuing love, you are to desire uh, spiritual gifts. And when you do, you're supposed to desire them to burn with zeal. Uh, and, and especially when you, so when you're pursuing love, you're, you are to desire spiritual gifts, but more than any other gift, you're to, you're to uh, uh, desire passionately the spirit of prophecy. Father God, I thank you for the spirit of prophecy coming over everyone that's listening to this, that the spirit of the living God, that we're just not seeking the spirit of prophecy. We're speaking, we're seeking the spirit of the living God. We're seeking you today. Holy Spirit, we make you Lord and we say, function how you want to through our lives. We bow our hearts to you. We bow our wills to you. And we say, Holy Spirit, come. Holy Spirit, speak through us. We want to prophesy what the Father has already spoken. So reveal to us what we're to speak and create something that has never been created before. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Bless you guys. So if you have opportunity, please go to my website, wakeupintoyourdream.com or barrymiracle.ca. And it'll take you to the same place and you can buy my book. You can get involved in some things that we have there. I have some video videos on there as well and all that kind of stuff. And, and if you feel that this has been profitable, please sow into our ministry there on PayPal. Um, and we bless you and thank, thank you for your listening and your faith. I feel you pulling on me as I am uh, decreeing and declaring these um, topics that I've been coming to you. So next week we'll have uh, part five and we'll finish off on prophecy and then we'll see where we go. Bless you guys and may your dreams come to pass this week. Thanks again for joining us today on Wake Up Into Your Dream. My great friend Tony Fitzgerald would say you have two great days in your life, the day you were born and the day you discovered why. In these podcasts, I'm hoping this is true that you are having aha moments and great moments of getting introduced to the true you because your whole world is waiting for the authentic you to show up. If you're enjoying these podcasts, please go to www.barrymiracle.ca. You can check out my book, Wake Up Into Your Dream. You can connect. You can see where we're going to be live in the future. 
and uh, you can just connect with us then. But this is Barry Miracle, your dream coach, signing off for now. We'll talk to you next week.